Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, End of the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Bonefire. It was written by Sean Little, who is also our keeper of the secrets. This is episode three. Our recap will be given by Andrew Bush as his character, uh, Solomon Bessler. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Dear Ma, we have arrived in the small village of Karuna. The mayor of Little River, Walter Malmstein, has a cottage here that he has been gracious enough to allow us to stay at. One of the residents here, Jesse Brown, is the caretaker for the cottage, and she has provided us with ample food, water, and everything we need, really. The village itself is quiet, and to be honest, reminds me a bit of home. Well, at least the quiet does. Walter has provided us with a small map of the area, and there's about a dozen lots for the residents here. Once our belongings were inside, we quickly made our way into town on some bikes that we borrowed. Everyone set out to the different lots to gather soil and water samples. Hopefully these will shed some light on what is causing the abundant harvest here. Personally, I don't know if I'll be much help analyzing the samples. Growing up on the farm though, I can tell that so far everything seems similar to how we grow at least. Uh, I set out to the farthest reaches of the village through a forest to Millilax Lake. Perhaps the lake has some effect on what's going on here. When I arrived, I found a small crossroad with a restaurant and general store. I stayed for some coffee and everyone seemed okay. Uh, it was obvious though that this area was meant for wealthy individuals to relax and enjoy the lake. I wonder what the residents of the village think of this place. It's obvious that they didn't want me there. They were very direct in telling, not asking me to go back through the forest. After I gathered my samples, I did just that. On the way back, I had an odd occurrence. About halfway through the forest, all the usual noises you would expect, bugs, birds, etc., just stopped. The only noise I could hear was the gravel beneath my bike, and all of a sudden, a giant crash came from the north. Could it be a tree falling? Something else? I continued through quickly as the experience at the lake had me a bit nervous, to be honest. We all finally arrived back at our cottage for the night. Uh, Ingrid found something most interesting while gathering her samples. She found a blue stone in the earth which resembled glass. We aren't sure if it is glass. Perhaps there's more of it around too. And finally, of course, Maud, don't worry. Uh, we've been invited to services tomorrow by the local pastor and we'll be in attendance. Well, I think it's time to head off to sleep. All the fires in the backyard and gentle singing in the air has made me quite sleepy. With love, Solomon. Great, thank you. Right where we left off. Outside, you can see the, the little Little campfires, or they're not—they're not large. They're just small fires people have in their backyards, or perhaps front yards, if they're depending on the shape of their lot. Um, are outside. You can hear the, the gentle singing, as noted. It's a cool, clear night. Stars are bright. Uh, there's no clouds in the sky whatsoever, and uh, that's where you are. That's where you sit. Um, so it's—it's it's, you know evening. Uh, I'm sure some of you are still working, but uh, what would you? Uh, what would you like to do? What what time is it? You say? Let's say it's this time of year. I'd say let's say it's possibly like you know eight eight thirty, nine o'clock. That no later. Well, as they say, all work and uh, no rest makes I don't know somebody. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a break. 
Professor Delacour, I think we should capture these samples that have that bacteria that we, we just can't place and, and bring it back to the university, make sure it's well-preserved. If nothing else, this is a discovery and oh, this, this absolutely great for the university. Yes, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll take some slides and try to bring home some live samples. Maybe um, get some, uh, what, are the, what are the little plate, uh, platelets? Slides. Yep. The slides. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Slides. Did we get a chance to look at the water? I'm pointing. I shouldn't point. Solomon did uh, cap water samples. Well, let's let's uh, let, let's have those and have a look. You know, and mm, certainly, I'd be curious to see if this bacteria is present in everything. I'd like to see okay. that as well. Is that a biology chemistry? I would say a biology role. Okay. Yep. Just a regular success, just barely. Regular success. It's uh, it's fresh water, of course. It's uh, temperature wise, it's it's out, out of the range because it's you know it, you didn't there was no temperature taken at the time, but it's still you know still a good sample. You look, you can see things living in it. You can see things floating around, things swimming around. You don't see anything out of the ordinary. That's that's all I would say. Oh, Not even that bacteria that we noted in the soil, right? Like it's perfectly normal. You didn't, see, you don't see it. Okay. You don't see any. I'm not saying you, you missed it. I'm saying you just, sure. you don't see it. That water looks typical. We should do a chemical analysis to see if there's anything odd in the chemical. You want me to do that? Yeah. Well, I don't have chemistry. Have we, have we put the, uh, the glass or whatever the the rock under a microscope yet? Well, you could try, you know, chipping that. off a tiny little piece of it, seeing if we, yeah, or if we can. That, you found that very large insect, and you took a you took one. Yeah, he's right yes, here. Might be worth. I don't know. I, I'm not a bug person. I don't know if you could gain anything by dissecting it. Oh, um, well, I'd have to kill him. Oh, Froggy wants to set him free. Well, not necessarily, well, but that's, um, that's your realm. I'll, I'll respect that. But I think, yes, I think we should look at Ingrid's rock. Okay. Although the stories of that comet we were we were, we had heard earlier said it was green, but this is certainly definitely blue. Well, Maybe it's glass or something. Comets are almost always iron, so maybe I don't know. But let's at least have a look at it, if nothing else. Well, make a geology roll. I do not have geology. Uh... <laughs> do any of you? <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe save um, it for the Miskatonic. You know what? You, you can do that. You can do whatever you... You can examine it. I mean, there's nothing stopping you from looking at it through a microscope. So I would say whoever wishes, make an investigation roll. That's not a skill. Uh, well, sorry. Make a role that you choose, uh, something that you think would pertain, and I will tell you if that's reasonable. Like, you could roll chemistry. You could roll. I would say biology might be a more logical role for this. Yeah, which oh, that, that I've got. <clears throat> okay. Oh, oh, eight. Okay. Interesting. Hard success, biology. Perfect. 
two hard successes. So you take the sample, you don't have the equipment like you would in a normal university lab to do slivers of the rock to actually do an actual, and you're not geologists, so you wouldn't know how to do that anyways, or you wouldn't do that. But just taking small pieces, not actually putting it under the, the plate, but putting it just in the microscope so you could observe it. It takes you about half an hour. You're taking little tiny pieces, little tiny slivers, little tiny bits and pieces. And then by chance, hard success, whichever one of you got the better, what you find is in one of the pieces of rock, there's a void and the void contains what looks like liquid. And when you adjust the magnification of the, mag of the, the microscope and you get closer and closer and you look into that void, you see movement in the void. It's hard. It's it's you can't, It's very difficult to see see any more than that. That you see movement in this little void Brody? in this tiny little piece of rock. Brody, take a look at this. Do you do you see that? Yeah, I I can't uh, fathom. Uh, must be a mistake. Just there must be a way into that void that we're not seeing. But, but it's so. It's so. The scale alone—it's almost impossible. Well, it—it it looks what like about the size of a paramecium or something like that, but inside of a void. But I mean, it, the it unless it was there for millions of years, I just don't find how that could it possible. still be moving? No, it it couldn't be. So there's got to be some way that it got in there. We're not seeing how it got in there, but it must have gotten in there. The rock must be porous or something. I mean, I've heard, I've heard tales that I, I, maybe you have too of miners in, in coal mines that have Sometimes. dug down and found little uh, frogs uh, in the coal that come back to life when they uh, are exposed to air. But considering the depth, they must have been there for at least 10,000 years. They've gone into some sort of stasis. Animation, yes, I've heard something like that. But I, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure I believe those stories either. I, I don't see how any kind of biological entity can survive because it's got to eat. It's got to process food. I mean... <clears throat> Yeah, even I, uh, to the university. I'm sorry, Doc. Oh, no, I was thinking even a, even a hibernating bear stocks up before it goes to sleep for the winter and then it comes out and it's burned all that all that weight it put on. I mean, you, you're exactly right. You can't just suspend without energy input. I mean, it's not. I think that, uh, I think bears... They do some, we've always called it hibernation, but it really isn't. They basically, they they wake up, they sleep and they wake up many times during, uh, huh. just don't, they go back to sleep. Um, they eat some stores in their, their, their cage and then they go back to sleep. But yeah, I mean, nothing can, somehow, supposedly the story is that somehow the frogs, uh, they sort of, uh, well, there's spiders too. There's uh, tales that spiders can uh, drift on the wind when they're very small all the way to outer space. Uh, they can literally freeze solid 
and be up there for years and then drift back down to earth and thaw out. Telling me it's going to be raining spiders here. <laughs> it already does. We just, they're usually very small spiders. Oh. Uh, this is a discovery. This is something. This needs to go to university. They will, they'll know more. Yeah, they'll be able to study it, whatever it is. Are there any more? Let's look and see if we can find any more voids. Now that you know what you're looking for, you do find more. Hmm. And, you you, you and, find voids. Some are empty. Mm-hmm. Some contain a, a, like a liquid within the void that's solidified. It's like a different material in the void. Um, and some actually do contain movement. I'm, now that I, I know what I'm looking for, I'm gesturing everybody over to see what, what, what we're seeing here. Could this be like, oh, what is, what is that little tardigrade, I believe? Like I've a heard of them. They Actually, we wouldn't to ex- survive extreme conditions and such. That is true. They they can survive, but still, they maybe our warmth in the room has activated them somehow. Possible, yes. Maybe they're getting energy somehow from the rock itself. Perhaps that perhaps that liquid. We don't know exactly what makes them tick. Uh, Do we I'm believe the rock is is of this? Of Earth, or do we think that's the meteorite? I mean, one way or the other, it's still going to follow the rules of physics. Oh. Certainly, I'm just wondering if we've discovered a new species of Earth, or if we've, if we're laying eyes on these could be the first, our first contact with aliens, right here. <laughs> Hello, Hello. Uh, Froggy, you're letting your, you're getting away from yourself. I actually, that's that's not. I mean. We may be in contact with aliens all the time. Most likely, the aliens that we would contact would be bacteria from other worlds. It's not so that far-fetched. Is, so this could quite possibly be the meteor. Well, it doesn't look like a meteor, though. Meteors are almost always iron. Um, this, if it, We don't know what this is yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can see any kind of actual crystalline structure. Um, you know, and, and all I'm looking for is the shape of it. Is it hexagonal like a prism? Is it, you know, like a quartz crystal? Or is it the way that the thing is put together? Or is it just a glob? It's a very, I mean, you're not geologists. You don't have that right. background, but you can certainly look at the way that it breaks. Look at the way you can shear off pieces and such. You're scientists. And you do determine, yes, it has a structure to it. It is a very tight structure, and it is a very hard material. And that's about all you can really pull out of it. It's, if we had, it is definitely we had a, a Mohs, mineral. If we had a Mohs mm-hmm. scale test, we could do that, but none of us are geologists. So yep. I wonder. I'm going to take the crystal uh, over. Eat it. Yeah, I'm going to eat it. Uh, no, I'm going to take it over to the window. And I'm going to say, you know, everybody keep your mouth shut. But I'm going to put it up against the glass and see if I can scratch the glass, which would mean that it's pretty fucking hard. It, a, a few pieces break off because you have, you've, you've been manipulating the crystals and moving them around. It, it's, it's appeared to have some kind of impact, but it does make a mark on the glass. It could be as hard as diamond. 
how, how were we able to break it then? If if it is well, diamond hard, our diamonds will shatter. Diamonds will break mm-hmm. if you hit them along the right angle. Yep. So we just managed to do that. But holy crap, dude! If this is actually diamond, blue diamond, like the hope diamond. Have diamonds ever had things inside them though, like these, whatever they are? I don't. I don't know that much about jewels jewels or I know that some rocks have water inside them that can be millions of years old I don't know this is freaky I don't really see the correlation between this and what we're seeing here in the town though I don't necessarily um, know unless somehow some of this this is obviously a piece of shattered if right. these are aliens from another world, and I don't mean intelligent aliens, I just mean alien life forms, and they somehow came in on a meteor and broke up into the water, maybe. But maybe they find it favorable. The, the water looks totally, completely normal. Ingrid, you have soil samples soil. from that lot, do you not? I'm assuming yes, yes. All the soil samples kind of look have that little bacteria that we could this bacteria in the soil be similar to the bacteria we're observing in this. Possibly. I, I I sort of grab a, a slide from the lot that I found the rock on and have, have a look at it. Do I see that crystalline bacteria? Mind me which which lot that was, if you um, I think that 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 was lot one or five. One or five? Uh, no. Um, I, I won't. You, I won't make you roll. You know what you're looking for. You don't find anything in lot one or five. Uh, the samples you retrieve from those those locations. You didn't cover the whole area. Right. You weren't able. You didn't have right. time to. Right. No, none of these samples have it, but it was definitely one of my lots. Who took who took samples from lot three? That's the one that has all of the, I observed many large vegetables growing in lot three. Let's let's pull up this, well, the lot three samples where the large you, vegetables yeah. are growing. We mm. could just go through all the samples again. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. We'll, we'll do that. Yep. I, I'd say you're, you're probably it's it's in your interest and that's what you're there for you and you're you're, you're all, you, may, you make a pot of coffee or two and you all start working on cattle categorizing going through the samples looking at them. you know what you're looking for now um i won't even make you make the biology rolls because you know what you're looking for uh, in the meantime while you're doing all of that and you're preparing the samples because you're all not working on the same thing um i would assume solomon and Professor Del- Delcor, you guys are going back and forth watching them work and you're sort of moving things into rooms and such. Um, Solomon, could you make a, uh, a spot hidden roll? Sure. Um, 75. Need to spend 25. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's spend 25. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Let's You'll just go for it. it huh? Oh, yeah. I'm. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, you made it. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Regular success. Okay. In the largest of the bedrooms, uh, when you are ma- you're moving things around, you actually spot that there is a piece of wood that doesn't quite match the rest of the wood in the wainscoting. And you move over and you just sort of, hmm, interesting. It's like a, there must've been some damage to this wood and they replace this piece of wood and you push on it. And there's a little click, and the door opens up, 
and there's a little door in the along the wainscoting, and inside is um, inside is uh, actually just a little storage area that the, is in the main bedroom, and in there you see there's a long box, probably about you know th- three and a half feet long, and uh, there's a lock on the box, and also there is a a metal metal box as well, a smaller box that's rectangular and taller, as well as some uh, some boots, a pair of heavy heavy you know outdoor boots, wintery boots, or at least fall boots, and a, a small suitcase of some clothing. Okay, are the uh, uh, blinds drawn or curtains over the windows? Yes. Yeah, I'll pull those shut. I just uh, so people can't be looking in at us if anyone is. Uh, we'll just call over Professor Delacourt. Found, uh, looks like there's a little storage, hidden storage area over here with some boxes hmm. and boots. I don't know. Am I just being too paranoid? Uh, well, I mean, I did say, well, I don't know. I don't know anybody who generally keeps their just their winter coat or anything like that hidden behind a, a secret panel. Did you? Are any? <clears throat> did it look like any of the boxes were open? Oh, there's a lock on one here. Right? <coughs> um, and the other one. I'm sorry. Was that? Was that one locked? It was a suitcase. Oh, sorry. The smaller box was not locked, mm. and the suitcase isn't locked. It's a suitcase. Okay. Well, All right. bag, you know, like a is carry bag. Any, is there a name tag on the bag? Yes, it's the, it's the same initials as the mayor. It's his house. There's like a monogram on the leather flap that covers up the uh, the latch. Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, he said, "Make use of his facilities." Did <laughs> there's a it's this very interesting conundrum happening in the the head professor right now. There's a student right here, and these are obviously not things we're supposed to be going through. So, hmm, how to proceed? College student. College <laughs> student. Yes. Uh, well, you know, if you need some time alone, I mean, I might. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I like that. I'm sure yeah, I need it downstairs um, for something. <laughs> you know, actually, why don't you go and check on how progress is happening in the other room? Why don't uh, I? Yeah. And as soon, yeah, as soon as he leaves, I'll I'll start rifling through the bag, see if I find okay. anything, and then we'll move on to the lock. Inside the bag, easy enough. It's not locked or sealed or anything. It's it's some traditional Swedish clothing. It's outdoors clothing. Uh, yeah. It's it's the size of the the mare uh, sweater pants. You know, just it's it's like one one or two sets of nice outdoor sw- traditional Swedish, Swedish clothing. Um, you turn your head and you look around the room to make sure you know make sure the dr- blinds drawn. And by chance, there's a picture of him on the wall wearing this clothing with a man that looks exactly like your dean uh, okay. <laughs> when they were younger, and uh, they're carrying shotguns. And they're holding up a brace of rabbits in each hand, or each of them are holding up a brace of rabbits. You look at the metal box beside, it's an ammo box. It contains ammunition, shotgun shells, 
and uh, rifle shells. And in, in the long box is locked. You can't see what's inside that. Hmm. What kind of lock is on it? Um, a key lock. A key lock. So. A, mm-hmm. uh, is there a desk or anything in the room? Um, there is. Desk, a dresser, like a, a, a stand-up wardrobe. It's a well-cared-for, clean. I mean, Jesse keeps it very, very clean, but it's it's a full full house with full furnishings, except for the downstairs area, which seems to be in a state of remodeling. Okay, I want to start real quickly. I want to look around and kind of like feel along any of the uh, like the 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 top of the door frame and or look in the desk drawers and see if there's any um, any like like organizers to lift up and see if there's possibly a key tucked away somewhere for this uh, long box. Yeah. Uh, make a, make a spot hidden roll. That is a fail. Okay. Well, okay. No, you don't. You find I'm a not- screwdriver. Find a screwdriver. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll pocket that actually. And I'll, uh, <laughs> I will, um, I'll just head back downstairs with knowing there's the lockbox upstairs. I might mention it to my colleagues later and see, see what their opinion is. I don't know if there's necessarily anything so far that indicates we should break into a man's private stuff. So. Um, Solomon, you, you, you think about it when you're downstairs and it's actually the, the, the length and, sh- and shape of it like a lockable box for storing firearms. That's what, that's sort of what you come up, you think of when you, well, he's upstairs, you think it's probably what it is. Yeah. Well, probably had one of the, one or two of those around the farm, maybe. Okay. So you, you, okay. that's what you've done. You're, and you're both downstairs again, I guess. Um, so were you telling them what was found Solomon? Or are you keeping it to yourself? Uh, no, I'll, I'll mention that, uh, professor Delacorte is upstairs examining, um, some materials i'll be specific okay interesting so we were thinking uh louise and ingrid and i that there was something funny about the map that he showed us first i noticed it was like a, a a shape drawn over it in pencil but i didn't know what it was I yeah, asked, before he snatched he it away and yeah, gave us a different um, map. I, I was wondering, we've got our own map. Why don't we plot where we got the samples from, which ones were positive and which ones were negative, and we'll see if there's a correlation or there's a... Yeah, maybe so it's, you know, if, if there was something underground like a, a river... And it was following along that. It could be something coming up or mm. or like your meteorite idea. If the meteorite came down, then maybe it would be a, a spread out pattern from. Yes. I, I don't see why not. I mean, I'd also point right to where the thing is. Mm-hmm. So let's get plotting. Okay. I'll assume that you're all kind of assisting on that and it takes you a while to do the work. And as it gets close to late, late in the evening, uh, you do all bring back up that map. It's the same, it's the same general plot that you saw on the, on the, 
the map before the mayor took it away from you. In that, uh, what you're seeing is it's, it is an oblong shape <clears throat> uh, in terms of positive versus negative. You didn't take hundreds of samples. You took, you know, say, dozens of samples. It does there look very much like, I think. Like that, yes. It, it like a streak. Like that, yeah. How strange. Well, no one, I suppose then, hmm. Well, what is uh, this outline then, Sean? Is this, is the outline itself like the positive, the negative, or is it? Inside that oblong <laughs> is the positive okay. for the bacteria. I see. Generally. Just uh just for curiosity's sake, when you were when you were coming back from the lake and the little docks and everything and you and you um you heard the crash in the woods. Was it to the north and would it have possibly correlated with the point of this? Yeah. shape as well that's that's what i was thinking it was about halfway through the woods and directly from the north mm -hmm. so it would it definitely would um so do you want to skip church and uh, go look in the woods tomorrow i, I all of us to skip it at least you know i have no particular wish to go so anyone if someone else wishes to uh see the service that is fine by me but i need to see where this where this leads i feel like at least one of us should go to the service just, well, just to be respectful i think it's important to us. solomon i can yeah i'm, I'm i would plan oh, on oh going. i'll go with solomon i'm the the lead representative of the university i'll i'll make a, a point of showing my face and we'll uh we'll let them know you're all Atheists and no, <laughs> we Just, are uh, atheists. We're proud yes, of. I know, but yes, unfortunately, that might not go over so well with them, Froggy. I'll, I'll make it. <laughs> we'll just smooth it out. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. We're so caught up in our work, perhaps. We're only going to be here for a couple days, and you know, so much work to do. Well, remember what they did say. They said you're welcome to even attend the meal afterwards. So, there you go. so they, they said you don't have to, they, they weren't, they, they were not pushing you to attend uh, by any means. And that was what was said to you before you came that they wouldn't, they would ask you, but they wouldn't expect you to attend. Hey, what is time is, Curtis. what time is the service? Do you know, Solomon? Oh, normally uh, around 9am. Well, that's where I grew up. Yeah. Let's say 9am. Why don't we go out at six? We can go out there for a couple of hours and be back and shower and clean up and go to church. Right. Certainly. Yeah. A question for the keeper. Um, yes. Are we hearing the sounds of the loud sounds of the bugs? It's, it's quite late, I'm assuming. And I remember somebody in town had mentioned mm -hmm. it's keeping them up at night. You've been making a lot of noise with your, you, know, you may have been turning on, you may have turned on the radio, you're talking, you're, sure. But when you go quiet and you just go back out to the patio area and you listen outside, it is very loud. And it's not necessarily where you are. It's, it's coming up from the valley. You can just hear the sound of crickets and katydids. Um, that, I assume you all know what katydids are. Of course. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's crickets and katydids and uh, the, 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 the usual noises of the night, but they're louder you hear whippoorwills 
They just sound like whippoorwills. You hear, you know, the occasional owl hooting sounds like an owl, but the insects are very loud. Hmm. Well, we don't I know this area. It might not be that unusual, but a mm-hmm. uh, woman said that. But considering you found a very large cricket, would that be consistent with this level of noise? I would expect there to be a pitch change, but uh, it doesn't sound particularly different. I mean, it's just loud. Um, I could probably tell you what temperature it is uh, by counting the cricket, counting the cricket noises. Um, I don't know. I'll go out and listen for a while. Are people still sitting in their backyards with their little fires? It's actually fairly late now since you've been working on these samples and you don't see any fires and you don't hear any singing now. It's kind of a nice nice little tradition to sit out there, have a little fire, watch the stars, eat some marshmallows. I don't know if they do that. Um, You know, while while you guys are inside, I'm going to go outside and see if I can catch some night insects um, and see what they're like. Now, it looks like we're out of the plot over here. You're up at the side of the, the valley. Right. like you're up. Let's see if I find some crickets that are normal sized. Oh, here. Should be able to. Yeah, it, 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 should, yeah. it won't take you very long. Just crickets. It's nighttime. You can hear them Um, where you are. They are generally, there may be a few larger than normal, but you, they're generally just regular crickets here. Okay. Yeah. So they're just, they're, they're much more normal over here. I do not know what would affect them though from a meteorite. Don't know. No, me either, Froggy. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go catch a little bit of sleep before we go over this morning hike. Yeah, that's a good idea. Same here. We have an alarm clock to set. Okay. Set the alarm clock. Wind it up. You know. <laughs> ding 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 ding. So is everybody going to go to sleep then? Okay. All right. Zip. Fast forward. You do notice that uh, you know you, it's a it's a cool night when you open your windows, but you can hear the cricket. It's where you where you are. It isn't so disturbing. It's actually quite relaxing, and you just fall asleep, sleep like normal. Nice cool breeze. You wake up in the morning a little chilly. Uh, you didn't think to put on a fire at night because it's you're a little farther north than you come from, so you weren't thinking about it. It's a little chilly, but you put on the coffee, you have some breakfast, and, and you can uh, begin the day. So. I guess we're gonna we don't have bicycles for everybody no. so let's uh, no. let's just walk yeah we can all walk yes alright yeah. okay. everybody knows Tom. what we're here for at this point so bring the map so that we know where we are on the, mm-hmm. the chart alright right, I'll assume you're, you're walking nice cool slightly foggy morning down the pathway through the village. You don't, you don't actually see very many people up a few, a few people. It's Sunday. They're not going to do a lot of farming today unless it's absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, you can walk through the village, you see a few people just stretching their stretching themselves in their their front step and stepping outside with a coffee. Wave, they wave back. Nobody seems out of the ordinary. You progress through the village, and you do note perhaps that you know after a little while, there's a few more people on the steps than you expected. They do seem to be interested in what you're doing as you get closer to lot nine. Um, nobody comes out and asks you, what are you doing this time of day? But they're, they're definitely more of them are out than at the beginning. So perhaps they contacted one another. Um, but yeah, so by the time you get to lot nine, there's people everywhere just sort of looking out their windows and watching you as you walk through. So are you, where, where exactly are you heading? That's, uh, that would help. Well, we're heading on the road into the woods. Okay. But then we're going to eventually leave. Was that like the north? Yeah. There was that like fork Mm -hmm. and turn where it went up right before you would go off to head towards the docks where instead it goes up and then it curves around the forest up there. Yes. We were headed that way, right? Along the lake shore? No. I, we yes, were, on our, we on our plotted map, there's a bit of a peak, right? I'll bring, I'll bring this up yeah. again so you can yeah. see. You can you yeah, can yeah. take a look at that. I imagine what we can do is, if I can recall where I heard the crash, kind of mm-hmm. stop around that area and then just start heading north through the woods. Right. That was around here. Towards, okay. right. And we're heading towards the point of the lozenge. Yeah, that looks about right. Yeah, and you did not have samples in that point, just, just so you know. You had samples in the other lots. Mm-hmm. This was an extrapolation. You were just sort of extrapolating. Sure. The, the points were not real. Like the, you, you didn't sample all the way to the ends of the points. You guys okay. take, some, take some samples, and I'm going to look for insect, weird insects in the woods. Okay. Oh, you're, you're going, you, 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 the woods are very thick, but uh, they have, this is an area that was never forested because when the people came here, they did clear cut a lot of the valley uh, for purposes of lumber. Um, they turned it into forest uh, farmland over time. Some, well, not all of it, there's still stumps. There's still some new forest growing here and there. This is very wild, old forest. It takes a while to trek through it. Um you progress through, you hear bird noise, bird noises in the distance, not necessarily where you are. You don't hear a lot of insects. You do see the occasional butterfly or moth or something flit by. It's not in froggy, in your opinion, it is not typical of a forest this dense, which is warmer on the inside the forest than it is outside because it's you know, contained. You would expect more insects. Than you are seeing. Like you would lots expect of things, yeah. lots of things. You'd expect more squirrels. You'd expect expect Slugs. more chipmunks. Yeah. Fungus. How about fungus growing on things? Oh, good call. Um, yes, you do see fungus growing on trees. Oddly enough, a little more, a little bigger than you would expect. A little bigger shelf fungus on some of the trees that are rotting and such. Yeah, a little bigger than normal. Um. I'm gonna have a, have a look at that because I've got a pretty decent botany. Just uh, yeah, this mm-hmm. seems a, this seems a little odd. It is. I guess uh, I'm rolling botany, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Technically, they're not plants, but 
Well, I mean, okay, yeah. I'm that's going it. with it. It's good enough. Thank you, I know. Sean. Thank you, Sean, for knowing that. Uh, I'm an environmental su- scientist. Uh, re- regular success. Regular success. Um, the thing you notice about these, the this shelf fungus in particular, is they're just larger. They're larger. Everything is larger about them. They're not as dense. Think of, I guess, the, the closest thing you think of is in you know, to go meta outside of the game is if you get a strawberry that's this big, it doesn't really taste like a strawberry this big. It tastes like somebody took a strawberry and went, and it has the same flavor, but less condensed. It is a lighter, uh, it's almost like this, this, this fungus has grown bigger, but has, it's, it's the, the little, what are they called? Um, oh my God, I've gills. lost the term. Gills, the gills are farther apart. It's a larger, less dense fungus. Huh. It's almost like, I sort of break one off to show them. Look at this. You see, it's almost like it's stretched. Hmm. This, this, this isn't a pattern you would normally see in fungal growth. If it was growing proportional, all of these, all of these would, would have filled in. But this just looks like perhaps it started out smaller and then just got, and then it sort of stretched. That's interesting. It's watered down or something. Well, what if? What if uh, Charlie the, the the cricket back at home was also stretched? What if I? It's disgusting, but what if I crushed him down and measured the volume against a regular cricket and see if the volume is the same? And it's only the cellular structure that somehow has been sort of expanded somehow. The same way that this has just been expanded somehow. That's very strange. Roll your intelligence, Tom. 28 out of 80. So that's that's hard. Yeah, it just hits you. You had the cricket in the jar. It didn't quite feel as heavy as you thought a cricket that, that size should feel. Yeah, it did feel kind of light. We could test the vegetables too. Get some of these vegetables and see if they have the same. We do have some comparisons back at the cottage, I think. Do, do we have a food mm-hmm. processor or something where we can liquefy them and measure the volume? A food mill, like um, like a hand cranked food mill of some sort. Yes, you can do that. Um, offhand though, um, Ingrid, could you please make a? I'm going to call this. You need to make a call a constitution roll. Okay. Okay, that's that's not a terrible fail, but that is a fail. You're holding the the this fungus, you're looking at it. You smell it. It reminds you of your childhood when somebody in your family would cook up mushrooms they collect in the woods. It just has that really nice, sweet, fungal mushroom smell. It doesn't smell like a, it just isn't offensive at all. You, you, you think about, you think, you, you actually think about taking a bite of it. And at the very last second, like you're, you're, well, people aren't looking, you, you, you actually, you have the mushroom liquid from the mushroom, just touching it and touching the gills and such, because you're not wearing gloves or anything. 
and your hand gets very close to your mouth. And at the last second, you just, you just stop. You go, what am I doing? You almost drop it out of concern. Um, everyone, something very odd just happened. Um, I'm wiping my, I, I like trying to like someone, does someone have a handkerchief, please? I, I don't, but sure, I'll, I'll hand her a handkerchief. Thank you. Wiping hands, dropping mushroom. If you're going to handle any of these, handle it with gloves and don't let it anywhere near your mouth. I, I felt like I wanted to eat it. Well, aren't wood ears edible? They are, but this, it smelled like home. It smells like home. Smell memory, that's a thing. That's that's interesting. But look, you feel. Are you saying that you felt some sort of compulsion that you wouldn't normally have felt? Yes, that's why I almost dropped it just now. Why I'm cleaning my hands off? It just something. It felt like it almost. I almost. I really, really wanted to eat it. Eat enough I, for breakfast, right? I I ate quite a bit at breakfast. Okay. I wasn't hungry. Let's test it. I'm gonna pick it up. Okay. You pick it up. You're thinking about it. I'm looking at it. To, yeah. To you as well. It does smell very good. But because she mentioned it, you're you do think it does smell like a good a good like a mushroom, like a puffball or something you would eat. It doesn't smell like a like the normal fungus, woodier smell. Does it smell like fish? Home. <laughs> <laughs> it it smells definitely smell pleasant. It's pleasant. I, I do want to taste it, but I'm not going to because I think that something's going on here. Yeah. I'll say you've you, you've made it about a third of the way. Um, by the way, in up to uh, upwards into the woods in the direction that you want to go um and you still haven't had any increase in uh, the number of animals or or insects and such bird noises just gulls flying over because there's a body of water nearby um it's just a very quiet forest what's the plant life like is it just trees or uh is there a lot of growth on the ground small bushes and trees undergrowth moss um the fungus is the thing that st- stood out that there seems to be a lot more of it bigger than you expected. Are you, are you guys continuing on or are you just in this general area still? Well, let's oh. get some soil samples and everything. Okay. No, I'll just assume that you're, you're collecting a few soil samples as you progress. Uh, you get farther along and as you get closer to the, where the point was for for example, or to, to be precise, uh, you get closer to the point. And actually, there is there's a sign in front of you, and the sign says in English and in you assume Swedish. You, you, I, I, Ingrid might be able to read it. I'm sure she probably can. It says danger. English and Swedish. Yes. Standing next to the sign and looking in that direction, does it look like there's something dangerous? The woods are fairly thick uh, from that point on, but you do see there's 
something's different up ahead. You can't see quite what it is from here. It's something to do with the ground. You can't quite make it out. Mm. Looks like they're still in like just bush at this point. Just I'm sorry, we didn't quite quite hear that. Uh, I said, are we on a trail, or is this just dense? Oh, like, dense like, bush. Proper, yeah. like, just dense well, bush. Sorry. I don't. Somebody put the sign here because there's something dangerous. So I don't know that we should go beyond here. It could be something we don't know about. Um, let's be, say uh, so Professor Delcourt may do a spot hidden, please. You're sort of over, you're, you're sort of hanging back and watching your students. So you can make a spot hidden while Dr. F F uh, Professor Fonon's discussing this. Regular success. Regular success. You, you look through the bushes while they're discussing what the sign and what it says in Swedish, and you see another one, another like maybe 100, 100 yards down, well, 50 yards down the way through the bush. You actually see the shape of the back of a sign facing another, you know, outwards. Uh, away from you pointing towards say the water it's just you can't see the front of it but it's a sign same same post same signs shape uh new wood pounded into the ground interesting i'll uh i'll, I'll point it out to the others do, do you see that well yes i do now how much do you want to bet it says the same thing as this sign probably but what we can't see what's there might be a, a cave-in or something that we don't so want to... So something between these two signs is dangerous enough to necessitate signs on both directions. Oh, for kids, you know. Um, can I climb a nearby tree? Are there branches that... Yeah, yeah, you can. I, you can I just want to get a vantage roll. point where I can see down into whatever... Okay, area um, just make a dex roll to make sure you don't, oh. you know... Oh, wow. Nine. 99. I got a 90, oh but what's my deck? 60? Shit. I'll say you don't fall off the tree if you, if you don't. If you just, it's just a mossy, difficult tree to climb. Yeah, I can't, I can't climb it. I'm not that good at climbing. I can try and hop up, or I can give you a hand. My climb is 45. I should have overclimbed. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts points in a climb. <laughs> um, I did. No, it's, it's too slick. It's like it's like stepping on glass, all that moss on there. You can try, but be careful. I thought I was going to break my neck. Well, if, if we don't want to, to explore this, we could always ask the locals at the service or the potluck. You know, maybe maybe someone will tell us what's How going on. How are we here. doing on time? It's it, you left at if you're going to leave at six, you probably got here about six thirty, maybe quarter to seven. You've been walking through the woods for about twenty minutes. It's, it's like close to seven fifteen. Here, let, let, let me at least try this climb. I have actually have some experience with, with trees. See if I see anything. Okay, I'm spending five luck to make that a regular success. Okay, you, you choose a different tree, say. Okay. Um, one that's a, it's a dead tree, so there's not as much moss growing out. There's some fungus, and you, you pass by one with your face, and you go, mm, think about having a bite. And you continue up the tree anyways. Um, you get up, say, 20 feet in the air, 25 feet. Uh, you can't go any farther because it's broken off. 
and you do see in the distance, like from the sign vantage, from the point of where you were down below and the other sign, you kind of triangulate where they're pointing to and through the trees, you can't see exactly what it is, but it's a dark area. It, it's, it's almost like the ground goes down. I sort of point out there's a, there's a depression in that point right over there. It sort of slopes, I think. Like a crater? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, are there still trees going down through? It's not like like, a, like the meteor came in? You can't really see extremely well. But what you can see from where you are, you do see fallen trees. There are some trees that have been that have fallen over. That could be the impact site. Would have been a couple of years ago. So I wonder... What if we just try to get a little closer? Just be careful. Don't make it. Don't don't do anything stupid. It's also very, very dark. Cool. That that area is also dark. So, uh, well, it's shady. Yes. Watch so. your steps. Yeah, it's just shady. That's the right shady. Yes. Um, and as I say that, I'm I'm clambering down as I say that, brushing some yep. moss and such yep. off my uh. Keep, keep your eyes on your feet so that you know that you've got sure footing on it. There's lots of tree roots and things. You don't want to trip. Okay. So you're down at the bottom. You know the direction you need to go if you wish to progress into that area. Slowly From where now that you're down, you can, yeah. yeah, now that you're down, you can, you can say it's, it's in that area. You can actually see what direction you'd have to go. All right. Yeah. Slowly, carefully. Oh, you're going to go. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you all you all head that way, and yes, as you get closer, you see there's an area where trees have fallen down outwards towards you, uh, and a little farther past the fallen trees, there is an, a depression in the ground. Now the depression now has some wild overgrowth, like under like shrubbery and, and undergrowth from the forest, that is the same plants you saw walking up to it, but larger more twisted more more angular more not angular rather and just looking at it it looks like this depression progresses outwards towards the village almost when you look at the map in correlation with the center point of that of that of that that oblong shape on the map uh, it doesn't take much for you to look at it and think it's almost like something struck the ground here and went out that way towards the town the village rather like it's it skidded or like something like skipped and shattered. Yeah, possibly. Yes. The- if 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 the if the rock I found in lot five was a piece of this, it shattered for, for quite a while. Can I suggest that we move to the eastern side of the depression? And then when we leave, we'll just make our way back out onto the farms, going straight out, and then back over to the road. Good idea. Sort of yeah. following Oops. the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we might find more pieces of that blue stone. You're, st- you're staying on the south side of the depression? No. we're So, oh. so here's the depression. <clears throat> Yep. And we're going to, we're, we're on the south side of the depression. Yes, you are, you are, yes. Um, we're going to move around to the west side of the depression. Okay. And then go out 
in that direction towards the farms when we leave. We're not necessarily leaving yet, but I think maybe there'll be more pieces of rock in that spot. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. We're following along where the... Yep. Okay. I'll just... You're, you're quite surprised by this depression. It's, it's not insanely deep. It doesn't appear, as you look at it, as if something huge crashed, but it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be huge to cause it to cause a relatively large crater. Okay. And um, you're quite surprised you haven't heard anybody mention an impact of any sort of, they mentioned seeing lights in the sky, but that's all they ever mentioned in, in this report that you had read. So you, you, you didn't hear, they, they, there's nothing that led you to believe this would be here based on what you had read. So, uh, yeah, you, you're on the edge of the depression. You're, what do you wish to do? Does there appear to be? That was it for me. Go ahead. Does it, does there appear to be a large chunk of anything still down here? I know you had said that it looked like the shrubbery and bushes Mm -hmm. were larger than normal, but can we kind of peer through that? You can peer through. You can't see into the bottom of the depression, but uh, if you wish to, you can move closer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Checking my footing as I go before I put my full weight into each step. Okay. You, you, you go a little farther, you go a little closer and you peer over the edge. I mean, it's, it's quite overgrown. I mean, the, the little shrubby undergrowth has, has built up over time over this past two years. You don't see anything in the center of the depression. You see there are scorch marks on some of the trees that have fallen just from the heat of the impact. Trees are knocked down in all directions, like reference the Tunguska explosion. Things knocked down from the center point. Um, However, uh, you need to make a roll for me. I'm just going to bring up your character so I can see your stuff. Yeah. Uh, Could you please make a... hmm, Well, make a spot hidden to begin with. Yeah. Ooh, 21. I think that's a hard success. Hard success. You see movement in the under, under, undergrowth. Mm, I'll call the that undergrowth out. itself is moving. Some of the, something in the undergrowth is moving. Like the, the plant life itself or something? Yes. Oh. Plants oh. are moving and it's, you think it's the wind at first but you don't feel any wind and it's not like everything is moving back and forth. It's like things are just moving, like twisting. And now you need to make a dexterity roll. Of course. Uh Oh, Uh, 23, a regular success, a regular success. Um, Okay. Uh, I didn't look at, I'm sure I'm, I know you guys didn't go into full detail what you're wearing, but I'm assuming you're wearing outdoor gear, probably boots of some kind for outside. Mm -hmm. On the edge of your boot, something slaps against your boot and you pull your foot away and it's this tendril. And at the end of the tendril is a hand-sized open thing. It looks like a fingers all, but all the way around that are glistening with a liquid. And it leaves this residue on your boot and these, this stickiness moves away as this thing pulls away. Something t- tried to attach itself to your foot and it's, it's rearing up this, it's a plant. And you're you're like quite shocked by this, and it's rearing up to it to swing at you again. Yeah, I'll probably just try and hop back. Like, whoa, it's 
from okay. that. Uh, dodge, please. Dodge then. Yep. Get some points into that. Yeah, we'll see. 25. Uh, so regular success. Okay. You're, you're able to get out of the way just in time. Um, who, do you have botany? Sorry? Myself? No. I do. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're close enough to see this. You see him get, you see him go through the underbrush and then he goes, ah, and he's jumping and he's leaping and he leaps out of the way. You don't quite see what I don't think you could try spot hidden. I'll give you that. What, if you can, what happened, Solomon? Uh, something ah. looked like a hand came out and tried to slap my boot. I jumped back and then something else came out and tried to slap my whole body. Extreme success. Spot hit. Okay. Professor Fontenot and Ingrid, both at the same time, you, you you actually look at each other and yell aloud, it's a sundew, as if it's a fun thing. Um, it's a carnivorous plant that exists in uh, a lot of states. Oh. But it's it's like massive. It's massive. It's hand-sized. The, the, the body of the plant, the head of the plant is hand-sized. They don't normally grow that large. Oh, they're little tiny things. Um, Are they normally that aggressive? They don't usually move either. No. Just back away. Yeah, that, there's just things writhing and pulsing even down in there. Let's let's head back out the way that we said we were going to go. Um, look for look for bits of rock on the ground, but I would like to take some samples, not where the stuff grabs. <laughs> A solid, sundew but sample, at least close. <laughs> yes. Can we take some pictures? I mean, I might have some residue on my boots still. If you want to, oh, good. Let's let's try and gather that, that. Then don't don't. Tramp around. Give me a second. Let me let me yeah. swab you. I, I don't do any of you. I would say one of you at least has a camera of some sort. Um, you probably brought it along with you. Um, you can try to get into a location that's safe. Uh, shouldn't take much. And and as you take a picture, the, now that you're you're staying back, you see the ground, the, the floor of of this this indentation is moving every so often, and there are sundews. And other other things, a plant life that is moving. You and you, as you look, you see a skeletonized squirrel, like oh, on the God. ground. Venus flytrap pitcher plant. You see a pitcher plant. You do. You look. I, you're like looking around. For, now, once you see the sun, do you think what else is there? There is a pitcher plant near the bottom and far side. It is that big around. It's a monstrous pitcher plant. Professor Fultonal, pitcher plant, huge. That's how bizarre. These don't everything is growing larger. Do they? It's typically like humid, loamy soil, not tropical. Not this. Find those in like the Everglades and such. How strange. Hmm. Um. Well, that's. It's interesting. But we kind of expected everything to get bigger. But, but this, when, yeah, this is. But some plants, of this is animated, which yeah. plants growing that have no business being here, carnivorous plants act, you know, being as large as they are. I mean, I'm looking around very carefully. I'm, please do not tell me I see anything like giant red with uh, red petals with white speckles on them. I I don't smell rot, do I? No, no. Oh, good. We do not have to worry about any rotting corpse flowers. I do not even want to imagine how big that might be if it, if it were here. <laughs> Rafflesiana. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We'd smell that, I'm sure. That, that would be Malaysia. These are these are native plants to northern Minnesota, but they're just bigger. Like there's pitcher plants in Canada, for example. Ah, okay. It just depends where you go. But yeah, in this in this area does have uh, in this part of the forest, it is a loamy, thick, rich soil in this 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 right. valley area. Right. All right, so that makes sense at least. But these are just big and aggressive. Yeah. Carnivorous plants don't normally show aggression. <laughs> We, we, we have reason to believe that a meteorite hit and that it's added something to the soil, which has caused the life forms to expand and or animate. Carnivorous plants don't move, except for Venus flytraps. That's southern United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it's the little buggins that are inside the you would have to look. You need to look at the Venus, the pitcher plant, see what it's been eating lately. Yeah. Let's just not do that. <laughs> uh, I say we we get out of here and go to church. And cl- I agree. Uh, clean Sounds up like too. Yep. Get our samples and head west. Yep. You have and, and like you I said, we're going. As we're going, we're going to look on the ground as we're going to see if we see any yep. little blue rocks. And let's, um, let's not yeah. forget that um, no one mentioned this or no one. Uh, I, uh, did we ask if they heard the meteorite crash? But I think oh, that's something that the I mayor didn't. would have told us. So are, are they potentially withholding this? Um, they us? know it's here. They put up signs. Yeah. They're, um, I wonder what that crashing noise was you heard, Solomon. Maybe it was that thing eating that squirrel. Possibly. <laughs> you said it sounded like a tree falling over. Uh, you know, yeah. If the, ground, if the ground is kind of wet and soft, sometimes trees do just fall over. Right. That is possible. Termites so can eat all... through the the wood and then the whole thing falls over. How big do you think any termites in this area could have gotten? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Something, something is getting in the soil, which is getting in the plants, which is getting in the animals and insects. Well, dude, does does anyone want to go study the samples while the service is going on? I know that not let's, everyone. Let's let's all just put in a. Let's be polite to these people, so they don't bring us back and feed us to the sundew. <laughs> You do find um, just just offhand in the general vicinity of the of the indentation as you walk a little farther along towards the village. Yeah, you do find a few more pieces of, of that rock. Now, what you find is that rock. Instead of just finding the pieces of the crystalline rock, you mm-hmm. find it actually attached to other rock. Like so, that there's just some standard like quartzite or something like, like that. It was inside. Yeah. Think of a geode breaking open right, right. if you've seen okay. the, you know. <sighs> this is good. Definitely- All right, let's go back. Get cleaned yes. up. Clean sure. up. So you, get, you get back, you clean up, you, you put your samples away, and then and you're you're it's it's probably eight forty five, say, when you get back there. Remember when you're okay. when you're ready to go. All right. All right. So uh, Go to church. Who's who's staying at the, the house and who's going to the church? We're all going. Uh, well, I'm going. So. 
Okay. We're probably all going to going to be going at this point. Okay. All right. So, so yeah, it's a nice walk down. And as you walk down the hill, heading down, you see Jesse Brown show up and she's got her little, you know, her basket of cleaning supplies and she's heading to the house and she gives you a wave and she says, everything fine. Everyone in need of anything. Yeah. We've got a whole bunch of stuff on the table scattered oh. around. Don't, oh. don't disturb any of that. That's. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I won't, I won't touch anything. Um, and she says that if, if you're interested, her and her husband uh, would be happy to share a meal with you tonight. Uh, they could even bring it to you. If, if you just, if you're going to be working um, on the Lord's day and she gives you a look and, you know, but she mentions that like, like you shouldn't actually be working today, but she's going to bring you uh, some food. If that's okay. The, the mayor suggested that you, you all would probably appreciate something from town. And uh, he, he, he sent over a Turkey that he had, he had hunted uh, earlier in the year. Mm, that sounds nice. Very, Very nice. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Okay. So she waves so you off. You head down the hill. Sorry. Okay. So we're going and she's there. Yeah. She's going in to clean. I'm like, so, uh, so not supposed to work on the Lord's day, except for the women who get to do all the cooking and cleaning. I know. And shit, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that but nothing um, unfair about that? I, uh, I give her a very like, mm-hmm, no, we're gone. We don't say that in front of oh. her. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. Um, so she, so she heads on in and you, you, you're walking on the hill and you can see from a distance people walking down the road, their families and Sunday dress a few vehicles, not very many. It's not a super long walk. You do see a couple of people riding horses, um, a couple of kids riding bikes. Everybody's heading in down to the community center. When you arrive, they, they're all smiling to see, they're happy to see you, new people coming along for, a, for the visit. You see a table set out in the grass off to the side in the yard, and uh, there's covered bowls and such. And food is being set out, and then there's a, an awning that's been set up over to keep the sun off of uh, the food. Uh, and you can see that they're they're preparing a nice little meal for afterwards. And tables or chairs rather all around the table, and some not quite in the ta- in the in the uh, along the table just for people who want to sit to the side. And you go you go in. Uh, it's a it's a fairly large community center. There's enough room for everyone who to attend. Though some people stand along the sides as well. So you can sit anywhere you wish. We'd probably be best if we sat together. Yeah, towards oh, yeah. the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort okay. of in the back where we where, where, where we can observe, but like be kind of out of the way. Well, yeah. All right. And these all are right. all people. This is their congregation. So we're just guests. They're probably sure. going to call us up because we're the guests. <laughs> That's the, what uh, I didn't want to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a fairly large crowd, and they're they're all happy to see you. They're all friendly. Um, does anybody wish to make? And I, I let one of you do it. Does anybody wish to make any kind of a psychology role? Not me. Yes, I've got ten whopping points in that. Ooh. That's 25. Yeah, I can do it. Nah. <laughs> I'm a 40. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, cool. So that's a 10. Ooh. Perfect. Okay. You personally notice that the elders of the 
of the town. The, there's, the, there's, there's elders. The, the people seem, seem to be broken into three separate categories. There are elders, like the people over, you know, over a certain age. I won't, mm-hmm. I won't name it because it's probably close to my age. Um, there's the elders. There are the youth of the town, which includes married couples and their teens and such. And, you know, and then there are the children. Now, as you look around, you see, you just seem to, you're, you're observing, you're, you like to observe the people, you like to watch and see what everyone's doing. They seem to all break, the, the children are just children, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary about children. They're acting like children, they're being what normal children do, they're playing, they're talking, they're being told to be quiet, that kind of thing. The young people and the elders and the standard adults, they seem to be separated into two groups it's almost like there's one group that are talking to each other and just it's it's a normal sunday trip to church they're preparing getting ready for everything they're talking talking about whatever just normal their daily routine and then there are the others that are just really silent just really quiet and they they probably make up at 50 50 and mm-hmm. they will sit together the quiet ones even the ones that come in with their families Sometimes you'll see some of the people move away from their families to sit with another group or just stand with the other group and talk quietly with them. That's so like, like they break into cliques. Yeah. Yeah. But like two massive, like. Actions like, almost. It, it's like there's, there's the, I, I don't want to say there are the, the people who are acting. The extroverts. Yeah. It's, it's like that, except the, the introverts, they seem to be very quiet. And not just, I mean, they're there, they're present, they're around other people, but they seem to associate with each other more so than the others. It's just something you notice when you're seeing them all in this, all together. It's the only time you've actually been able to observe it. So like the serious ones and the social ones. That's it. Yeah. And when the service starts, do they all participate? When the service starts, uh, the, the, you know, the music begins to play. They all sit down and uh, the pastor comes out on stage with some assistance. They do. They go through the I, I don't really know the Lutheran ceremonies off my offhand. It's fairly standard. There's nothing quite out of the ordinary about the way the service goes on. The pastor, however, um, Professor Delacour, you do you do notice that the pastor seems to be somewhere in between and as he's on the stage he he put he he has a sermon prepared where he's talking about uh he's talking about the 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 harvest he's talking about uh he's talking about the, the growth and how they've had such a wonderful year and they're very happy with what they've what they've accomplished throughout the year and he's talking about how they must stay together and work together for the, the good of the, of the, of the village. And, and then they do actually bring up the fact that they have visitors. So that's something that um, you were, you were fearing <laughs> froggy, but they, they don't actually call you up to the stage. Uh, but that, when, as the sermon wears down, you do see an agitated fellow at the back and he comes in after everyone has come in. He's sort of standing there and he's, Old old farmer, old farmer. He's 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 dressed, but it's almost like he didn't put on his Sunday clothes. And the pastor says, 
towards the end of his service, he says, in Matthew 9.37, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore send out the workers to the harvest field. And then out of the blue, this man who comes in, he slams a Bible onto, the, onto a, a nearby counter. And he says, Jeremiah 5.17, they shall eat up your harvest and your feud. They shall eat up your sons and your daughters. They shall eat up your flocks. And two of the men who are very serious don't let him finish. They say, they grab, they say, please, you, you need to leave. You need to, and they, these are younger men. And they take him outside and they say, you're disturbing, they're disturbing the congregation. They take him out and they, they're gone. Door shuts behind him and the pastor apologizes to his, the, the village's visitors for having to witness this. The man has clearly had a, a very rough life. His wife has died recently and he's, he's just, he's, he's not quite part of the congregation right now. And uh, we're, we're hoping he'll, he'll get better over time. And uh, the two men come in, they shut the door behind them, and they stand in front of the door to prevent it from being opened again. And the service continues. Service ends. And the pastor says, well, and he looks at the men. He says, everything's okay back there. And one opens the door and looks out and says, yes. He says, well, then let's, let's move out and, and uh, greet out in the, in, the, in the yard and we can have our meal and then prepare for tomorrow's festivities. Hmm. So the whole, the whole congregation stands and they, they, they you know, say, please, please go ahead, leave, go out, go out. We'll, everyone's following you. Hmm. You go outside and people have some, some, some people had left earlier and it's and the food is all prepared on the table and there's hot food and cold food and there are drinks and there fruits and vegetables and meats that have been cooked sausages pork sausages big ones no <laughs> they don't make the sausages extra big um the pork chops are like flintstone size oh yeah <laughs> mm. i i'm still going to avoid eating anything that i think is suspect Although if it's got something, if, 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 no, I'm not going to, I was going to say if it's cooked, but then again, those buggers came from a meteorite that probably heated up to a million degrees as it came from the atmosphere. Right. Um, I'm sort of scanning the crowd, like, you know, I'm, I'm sort of doing the whole mingle thing, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to see if I spot that guy from earlier. Like is he here? Maybe off on this, off like on the fringes, off to the side. Like, because after seeing what what just happened, I kind of want to talk to him. Uh, you can roll a spot hidden. Ugh, that's a fail. I see nothing. Yeah. Or maybe you think you do, and you wander off into the village. No, you don't see anything. You don't see him. You do see concerned people. You all notice, like people are like looking a little concerned, like, "Oh, I can't believe he did that." If, if someone's like, "Oh, I can't believe he did that," I'm just so, uh, maybe kind of chime in a little bit. Does, does he normally do that? What um, you know, from my experience, it's quite uh, unusual to interrupt a service like that. Oh. Well, the, the, the person you're speaking to, uh, do, do, you, do you approach, like, there's, there's all kinds of people speaking. There's a man and a woman and another man and a woman and an older lady speaking. 
do you, you approach, I'm assuming they're the closest group to you that are saying that, which one, who, who would you actually direct your comments to? Uh, I guess whoever would be closest that I overheard them say that I would, you know, if it's, it's a man and a woman and walk up and, you know, hello. Okay. Uh, and then just kind of proceed. Okay. The, the, the woman says, Oh, um, Oh, hello. You're, you're, Oh, you're, you're, you're one of the people. It's so nice to see you coming to our service. Thank you very much. Tomorrow. Are you coming tomorrow night for the festivities? Uh, I'm for the festival. I'm not, uh, not entirely sure. Uh, I'm not sure how long we're going to be staying here, to be honest. Um, mm. Okay. Well, that would be excellent if you could come. It's, 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 it's our annual, our annual festival for the harvest. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, she says, yes, we apologize so much for that. We just apologize for him. He's, his wife has died recently as the pastor, as the pastor had mentioned. Um, he's, he, he's been a bit of a, I won't say nuisance because he's such a nice man. Normally he's been a, a problem. Shall we see? Looks at, she looks at her husband and, and he looks at the others and they say, a problem. Yes. And they look very serious about this as a, we don't know what to do. He, you can't ask him to leave. He's entitled to live here. Oh, does he run one of the, the, the plots here to own, own the land or? And, and no, no. His father was, but his father sold it to, to, to Henry over there. Oh, okay. Okay. What time? What Jeremiah? What, what did he say again? What was he referencing? Oh, I, I'm saying that to the to the the people. Oh, to the people. Yeah. Um, well, they. Um, the, the man says, "I, I it is Jeremiah Jeremiah five seventeen, but it, it's. I, I don't know where he, why he pulled that. He, I will tell you, he at one time he was. He was a pastor. Oh, uh, here um, for Karuna? No, back home. Oh, back, back home. Oh, back home. Oh, okay. back home. He was a pastor. He came here to become our new pastor. But when he met his wife, he took over the he took over the farming, and and he farmed his whole life. But he he's been assisting the current pastor for years. But when his wife died, he just he just went off the he just went off the deep end this spring his wife died this spring yes yes it's very sad very tragic she was mushroom picking in the woods and uh, he found her an animal had an animal had gotten to her before he did and oh my gosh he went on a he went he went uh, he went on a uh, what's the word and her husband says a uh, tirade <laughs> he went on a tirade he went in the woods he went hunting trying to find whatever ate ate, her, ate his his wife and he came back and he's been like this ever since mm, sad what sad story hopefully hopefully he finds the, the the help he needs yes yes thank you no have, have, you, should, you should get yourself some food you should oh, thank you thank you i'll just kind of remove myself from the conversation they're not being rude about it. They're just, they're just, they're trying to, they're being congenial. Like, oh, you're a guest, you know, you shouldn't be worrying about our problems. Go have some food. That's the impression you get. Sure. Well, if anyone else was a near shot or not a near shot, I'll kind of, you know, fill them in when I get okay. back to our little group. Yep. 
well, the pastor comes over to, to your group as you're as just as you're doing. He says, "Oh, friends, you should you should you came to our service. Thank you. It wasn't expected, but thank you. If I'm I, again, I'm very sorry for what happened." He's he's had a rough time, as we mentioned. But please avail yourself of our food. Just, just. Of course, of course. Everything's yes, fresh from our gardens. They're great. It's great. <laughs> yes, thank you. Would I continue to avoid? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, does anybody approach the table? Does anybody get food? Does anybody? Are you all just avoiding? What? what? I mean, I'm definitely at least gonna have a at least have a walkabout to have a look. Because mm-hmm. you know, he did mention it's from the garden. So, hmm. is, this some, is this some of the uh, affected affected stuff that I can just look at with a cursory glance? Um, there are, it, it's mostly cooked food. I mean, just to, as Fra- when Froggy mentioned this to you, or when he casually mentioned, perhaps, perhaps he said, well, cooked food would be okay, maybe. Um, maybe that crossed your mind as well, but there are, there are cooked foods, there are salads that also, like potato salads that contain, well, it has raw celery, but it also has cooked potatoes in it. Um, there's meats that are cooked. There are sandwiches, and there might be lettuce in the sandwich. You, you, there's a there's a variety of things, cooked and uncooked. Lots of lots of choices. Then there's even the traditional smorgasbord, where there's meats laid out and cheeses and lettuce and breads, and you can make your own sandwich if you wish. And uh, I kind of want to whisper around the group. Do we want to? I don't know if we want to eat it, but do we want to see if we could make a plate, take it back to the house, and I don't test it, study it. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah. It, I, hate, it, I hate to just re- refuse food. It seems very, very rude. If, if anything, if anything here is the closest thing to safe, might be the cheese, but I wouldn't uh, bet my life on it. Were there any wheat fields? Yes, there was. There was a wheat field. Not very large, but you know, I mean, enough to make some. I mean, there's there's oh. a variety of things. Yeah, there's definitely a small wheat field. We're guessing it would have to have come from the lozenge. So were there wheat fields in there? No. No. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll grab bread. a coffee and a baked good. I'm assuming there's like just bread. I'm sure just, there's bread. Yeah. Grab there is definitely just bread. There's there's breads, there's baked goods, there's pies, lots of things to choose from. This bread is a, with a eggs large in it from the chickens that have been eating the <laughs> the bugs. I'm. I'm going to, going to make to make it look like I'm going to to make a sandwich from the smorgasbord, but you know, when nobody's looking, it, it's being wrapped in my napkin and put in my backpack. Yeah, yeah. People are taking food home with them. This is the thing. Not everybody is staying for a long period of time. People right. are having nibbles, wrapping things up in some, you know cloths they bring with them whatever and just taking them back with it. it's it's not unheard of so yes you oh. can certainly do that okay so yeah i, I make a sandwich wrap it up if, anybody, if no one's gonna probably no one's gonna ask but if they do my excuses you know i i had a pretty large breakfast this morning this, this will be for later you, you had some mushrooms earlier yes yeah. <laughs> almost had some mushrooms earlier so yeah, it's it's not a problem. You, you can do what you like. Um, anybody else bringing food home? Anyone else 
conversing yeah. with people or oh, we'll you... make a, just kind of a, a sampler plate, to be honest, if I can get, you know, a, a plate to take home and make sure that the items I touch, I'm grabbing with some kind of cloth or napkin to place on there. And... Sure. Um, they actually, one of the ladies uh, at the, at the counter, she says, if you're, if you're not planning on staying any, feel free to take a plate back with you. And they have some, the church plates. Um, she says, just please, Please bring it back. Of course. Please bring it of back. Course. Thank you. Um, I would like to uh, approach somebody that looks friendly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we've been wandering your, your beautiful town, gathering our samples. And I noticed in the woods, there was a sign that said danger. And that for sure gave me pause. Um, could you tell me more about that? Um, we, we don't want to you know, obviously we don't want harm ourselves or anything. Um, oh, oh, oh. She says, oh, you were in the woods. Oh my gosh. Well, we, we tend to have people, we try to have people shy away from the woods after, after his wife, the, the, the man that was here, when oh, his wife was killed in the woods, we're worried that there is a mountain lion or, okay. or a bear in the woods. So we've been, we've been trying to keep the children out of there. There was a fire there a few years back, and since that time, I think something moved into the area. But it's very dangerous. It, it, his wife was killed. Oh, what? That's a shame. Okay, that sensible, very sensible. I'll pack a plate to go to look under the microscope, and yeah. Okay. All right. Anyone else doing anything else in the town here? Yeah, as as I get as I get my coffee, I'll uh, I'll inquire to uh, yeah another friendlier looking face as to the uh, I heard the I'll I'll kind of casually drop about how I heard the the former pastor's assistant you know has been having a hard time of it and I I just was wondering um. Since we're out and about and stuff, we, we would hate to bother him. Is there where does he where does he stay? Like we wouldn't want to like stumble upon him and cause him any distress or anything like that. Or you know, kind of want to just to avoid the angry man with the Bible. <laughs> yeah, well, he he they they know that he stays in law. He lives in lot eight. Uh, the, the, not I'm sorry, not lot eight. Lot nine. What looks like nine one. It's it's the, the farthest lot. When you go up the roadway before you hit the forest, he's up that way. So he's 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 at the far end. He 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 must have walked here. Probably he has he has bad legs and a bad back. It probably took him a while to get here, and he's he's on his way back there now. But so he um he lives up near where we were. Yes, messing around in woods. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, um, that's 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 really all the information I would try to gather. Uh, Keeper, where mm. did where did the mayor say his contact lived? Well, the pastor was the contact. Oh, and he's okay. sort of the elder of the town. The the mayor was suggesting if you needed anything, it would have been the pastor. You you would have got that information from Jesse. Okay. Okay. I'm probably having a uh, theological discussion with the pastor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you only believe in one God. That's he actually 
you, when you say that to him, make a psychology roll. Okay. Oh, 20. My psychology is 10. I'll spend 10 points of luck. Um, you see a flash of what you can best describe concern in his eyes when you say that. He says, in the olden days, our people believed in many gods. But we're more modern now. Well, you're Lutheran, so Christian. Yes, of course. Yeah. I grew up in a family that wasn't really Christian. We had Christians all around us, but but a lot of old folk religion is what I grew up with. Hmm, Probably similar to what it's like where we come from. Lots of lots of nature gods. Yes. Definitely. Hmm. The same. Very, very much the same. And Our we moved here. Aren't, aren't the same. You know, we, we do sing hymns, but they're not in English. And, uh, Again, much the same. I guess, yeah. Uh, we don't have churches like this, though. No. 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 <laughs> Much older? This is fairly new. Well, I mean, there are there are a couple of old converted churches, but it's it's not really the same at all. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's interesting. He, he carries on the conversation as long as you like. <laughs> he's he's interested, um, but he did that. The concern goes away, but he definitely he looked concerned when you said that. Mm-hmm. And he immediately jumped to defending himself that they are one God, Christian monotheistic believers. They came here to escape persecution and they, uh, they, they, they're happy to be here in this modern country of acceptance and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. My family, my, my people are persecuted all the time still, but, Whatever. Well, perhaps you need a new town to lo- relocate to. <laughs> well, you're a little far from the sea. It was a lake right now. <laughs> lake might work. Anyways, nice talking to you. I'll let you get Thank to you. the other people. Thank you for coming. All right. So he wanders off to talk to other people wandering. Um, I'm going to do a random roll here. Two. Uh, Professor Fontenot, could you please make a spot hidden? Uh, no psychology roll. Even if you, or if you don't have psychology, spot hidden. Okay. Um, that is 39. I know that is a success for sure. Uh, yes, a regular success. Okay. You notice the same thing that I described to Professor Delcor. People are, they, they move out of the church and they slowly split into different groups. And the ones that are the, the everyday people, the social, they're happy to be out on a nice sunny day, having a meal, the kids are running around. They seem to be quite content and happy chatting with their neighbors, chatting with people they haven't spoken to in a few days, chatting with the pastor. But you do have groups of people who are talking to one another and they are watching you all of you very intently speaking to each other quietly and the pastor 
after he speaks to Froggy, moves over to one of these groups, facing away from you, mentions something to them, and then he walks back to the other people, the more jovial social people, and they start talking, and they're actually watching you guys even more intently. That's that's all you get. Hmm. Froggy struck a nerve. Well, we got some samples to look at. Let's you guys want to head out. Yes, let's do that. have yes. dinner tonight at somebody's house. I necessarily feel very welcome here anyway. Well, Just between us, congregations you know. sometimes are really clicky. Mm-hmm. Sure, of course. Country folk always a little strange. I got the, now I'm saying this privately to them. I said, I got the weird impression that the, maybe the Lutheran Christianity is a facade because oh, really? I I mentioned the uh, uh, a little bit of the theology of some of my my people and uh, I, I come from folk religion so there's a, there's multiple deities and when I said that the, the the pastor had the weirdest reaction I mean, I've talked to Christians about it before, and they think that it's strange, you know, that they're enlightened. But it was almost like there was a moment of recognition. He brought up the Swedish gods of different, you know, uh, something funny is going on. And now look at them. They're all looking at us like. Exactly. Like he said the pastor said us. something to them, and now they're, and it was right after whatever you said to him, and now they're just staring us down. All the smiling and all the friendliness and all of that, maybe it's a facade for some secret they're keeping. And they have a uh, harvest festival tomorrow night. Harvest festival oh. where they sacrifice virgins to the, the moon god. I don't know what they're going to do, but <laughs> well, it's you know, really they t- feeling they like that. They lied to me about what was in the forest. They just said, oh, it's bears, mountain lions, that what killed the, that crazy be- man's wife. They didn't mention it. Well, I wouldn't say lied. They didn't say they withheld any information about what we stumbled across. I wouldn't think there was enough food for a bear or a mountain lion in those woods. Unless it and, just wandered and, in and, once in a blue moon. And, or he's a vegetarian. And, and anyway, I say in a very in a very low voice, somehow I think any predators might have been chased away by the plants. Or eaten. I keep it a secret. I mean, I don't know. This is strange. <clears throat> that, as we're sort of far enough away, I'm like that pitcher plant could possibly have held a mountain lion. Maybe. Right. Mountain lion. Well, certainly held an elderly woman. Huh. Pitcher plants are passive, passive things. Mostly. But... Well, that thing that hit my boot and tried to hit me wasn't passive. That's for sure. That was. That was. That was really weird. That was very strange. I mean, Uh, it it could be possible, let's say, a mountain lion tried to pounce on something. Well, he's trying to explain it's the death of his wife. Maybe it was something else that killed his wife. That that Bible passage he quoted. um, Jeremiah something. 517, I think. That's it. That's what he said. 
Um, Find a Bible. There's probably a Bible back at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there's one back at the house. The house. Mm-hmm. You you say that, and, and Professor Delacour did see one upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once once we once we did, we did badge and drop off all the stuff, I'm gonna dash upstairs to find that Bible because I feel like with what we know, this might be relevant. Well, this Bible passage sounds like the old man's kooky. Wouldn't be. Losing, you know, losing a loved one. That's, oh, that's yeah, sure. a terrible loss. Yeah. I mean, the you hypocrisy me? of, you know, God loves you and then he takes the person you love. So, yeah. That drives some people nuts. And the, the fact that they okay. wish he would leave, that seems so hostile toward it a did. widower. It did. A man I thought agreed. they were supposed to be compassionate. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what, how terrible to treat a man who's just grieving. But did Professor Delacour, or maybe Solomon, I, I don't remember. They said he was kind of a troublemaker, right? I wonder if that's not the whole story. Maybe there's something more to it. But, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with why we're here. Just small town quirk, I suppose. If we're going to jump to conclusions on anything here, I mean, seems like she went out in the woods, found what we found, was killed. You went out after her, found her in there killed by that thing and perhaps whatever did land in here everyone thinks uh is causing the, the food to grow um so, uh, so yeah, yeah so they don't want us to know yeah keeper you literally you're, you're trying to say something earlier oh no i i thought ingrid i thought you were going to yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I, I am but then everyone started talking so yeah yeah that's fine that's fine a- ingrid you you wander up when everyone's talking downstairs and you find the passage I'll just read it to you because I didn't create a handout for you. It says, Jeremiah 5.17, they shall eat up your harvest and your food. They shall eat up your sons and your daughters. They shall eat up your flocks and your herds. They shall eat up your vines and your fig trees, your fortified cities in which you trust. They shall beat down with the sword. I come come downstairs with Bible in hand reading that passage. Hmm. Who is they? Uh, well, this this section is a is a prophecy about the enemies of Israel. So at this point, uh, well, it can either be the enemies of Israel or a plague of locusts that are eating everything. But no, this is definitely an invading army. Giant locusts. Sundew is walking down. Well, I'm going to get it to these samples. I really. Religious yeah. discussion holds no interest of mine. Let's, so. let's check the food and see if it's full of squirmies. You're working away. It's 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 the day. It's Sunday afternoon. Um, I'm going to assume that you you, you get back as close close to noon. You right. work through the day. Uh, those of you who wish to work through the day, and what you discover is exactly what you expect. The cooked foods, no bacteria. This is cooked food. It, it, well, uh, you assume bacteria. Cooked food, fine. The non-cooked food, like like I said, potato salad. If it has celery, which they put in potato salad where I come from, if there's celery in the potato salad, um, it, you you pull it out, mash it up, clean it up. You're going to find bacteria eventually of that kind of the strange, weird type. Um, cooked potatoes, no bacteria. So it is the raw food. All of the raw vegetation and food that comes from this area has that bacteria in the food. So like 
the the meat on the smorgasbord, the cheese. That's actually okay, probably. Yep. Okay. The, the the bread. It's processed. Yeah. It's fine. What about that's that's what you discover. Soil samples um, from the which ones? I'm sorry, the ones from the vicinity of the d- depression. Yes, yeah. and the goop from Solomon's shoe. We'll look at all that. Yeah, the the, the depression, the soil samples. They have, they definitely have the, the bacteria in it. Mm-hmm. Um, more concentration of the bacteria than before, uh, and definitely Solomon, the 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 goo that's on his leg. It's, I mean, you're a biologist. You're a biologist. You know what sun do and other. You know, these enzymes, the digestive enzymes, and that the stickiness, it's that. It's it's just that, but a larger scale. And yeah, it by chance it contains the bacteria as well. You're finding it everywhere. Would it be so? Just from my knowledge, would it be more potent at a larger scale, or that diluted, like spread, like spread out more because it's more? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, so, like, is it is it a more potent enzyme? Like more oh, oh, I'm sorry. Or is it more it's just more of it. It's like more of it. Okay. In, in this case, there's just more of it. it okay. It's it's not uh, diluted by any means. Gotcha. Well, knowing a little bit something about um, persecutions, um, I have an odd recommendation. Something. I mean, we can stay for another couple of days. But I don't think we should tell these people anything. I think that we should uh, we should tell them that so far our findings are completely inconclusive and that we don't know. The reason why is because what if these people start to think that we're going to wreck their bumper crop bounty by telling people they don't That's want a bunch they... of scientists. I'm but... sort of thinking you know, about this. Uh, Froggy, do you think it's a good idea then, since you have experience with this sort of thing, would it be a good idea for us to attend that festival tomorrow? Probably it won't hurt. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that everybody in the congregation is on the same page. Mm-hmm. My guess, oh, you know, that would be really interesting if we'd have taken notes. What if all of the people of one type are inside the lozenge and all of the ones that aren't that way are outside the lozenge. That is possible. I mean, some of them may be infected. Pastor goes back and forth between the two. And I would presume they said it was from their gardens. Well, anything that was eating the food, eating the produce was seeing it results as well. Remember the giant, the giant pig. Right, right. And those goats. But th- those goats bothered me. It's just, I've seen twisted horns sometimes, but not like that. What's the nearest town, other town, to where we are? Ah, by chance, I have a map. <laughs> But I, I don't think I'll share this map with you because it's actually pretty terrible. Right. Um, the closest place other than Little Falls, because I'm sorry, I said Little River earlier, Little Falls, um, would be Hillman. There's a place called Hillman, which isn't too far away. 
What, what How long thinking? would it take to drive there, do you think? To drive there? Half an hour at most, like 20 minutes. On a road, like on... I suppose say that like you're not on a road. I mean, yeah, 20 yeah. minutes, say 20, 25 minutes at most. <clears throat> I don't know. I was just sort of thinking maybe we should relocate, but I mean, we can always come back and grab samples. And then It's only 20 minutes. That's not. Am I being, maybe I'm being really paranoid. You don't oh, have a car, do you? <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's true. How did we yeah. get We're not here? eating uncooked food, I think. And um, well, this this turkey will have to be cooked, so that we know is safe. And do remember, Jesse Brown is, as the mayor mentioned, not part of the community. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I wasn't so much worried about that. It's just that something about the I, I'm with the mayor. Something about this place, these people, is weird. I mean, yeah, we've we've been lied yeah. to. We found giant plants that attacked us. You know, yeah, a little odd. As far as the people go, I could you could just chalk that up to a small insular community and just being generally unfriendly to outsiders. But the the large plants, I will give you that. That is strange. Well, I'm thinking more like if they're if they've got some sort of secret that they're. That, that they're putting on a show so that they we don't find out their secret. I mean, like, it seems like... What if they took... Maybe they collected the meteorite, crushed it up, and spread it all over their fields because it made things grow. Speaking of the meteorite, did, did someone bring back a sample of you know a piece of crystal that's inside what looks like a bit of rock? Yeah, we got some. We got some yep. of the crystals that we okay. got back. Um, I, I, re- I realize none of us are geologists, but I would at least like to look at the rock portion of that under a microscope to see, you know, now that we have a bit more of a in-situ sample of this crystal. Yeah. <clears throat> you, can, you can take a... You can, again... It's you don't have the ability to slice it. You don't have the ability to. You can break off pieces. Um, the the rock just looks like rock. I mean, the, under a microscope, it, it's fairly solid quartzite like crystal. It's like there's a metallic, stony outer shell. I mean, I guess that's the way to look at it is you've got a you've got an edge that is metallic, metally kind of rock like a composite. You have a crystalline. There's something like a quartzite or like a quartz, and then you have that the, the piece of the the the, you know, the the greenish crystal or the bluish crystal, greenish crystal, bluish crystal. Sorry, don't want to mix it up. Well, we could just gather up our samples and go. I don't know. Uh, we were here to find what's causing the growth, the the things to grow large. I mean, I think we may have it. Possibly. I think we have some kind of correlation, at least. Um, I don't know about causation necessarily, but mm, if we true. had time, we could put a plant in a pot, try to see how it grows. Um, I mean, I don't expect you think it to it'd be grow accelerated growth. But, um, you think it could have accelerated growth? Well, we would just... definitely do that back back at the university. Right. Well, I mean, if if we feel like we've gathered everything that we can glean from this community and our samples and our information maybe we pack up and leave tomorrow i don't 
mean, that you're right, Solomon, we were hired to figure out what's going on. And I think we figured it out. I, weird country people is not on our list of things. I don't think we're not here to solve this town's social problems, social issues. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we want to go, if we want to stay for their festival, that's fine by me, but I think, I think I'm going to write down what we suspect, what we believe and send that in the mail immediately back to the university so that they know. I mean, it won't get there. We'll probably get there before the mail does, but just in case. Just in case. Yeah. I'll start on that right now. How long do we have before dinner? I mean, probably not hours. Hours because yeah, it, it's not it's not super long, but it's it's definitely a few hours. I mean, you're you're going to assume that she's probably going to have dinner around five o'clock. She's not a farmer. She's not having it at seven. So say five five o'clock. You you've you've gotten back to the the cottage around noon ish. You've got a few hours to look at the samples, a few hours to poke around, get yourselves sorted out. Uh, what else would you like to do, or would you like to fast forward to going to her house? the mayor he is the one that asked for us to come out here and if we are planning to just leave tomorrow we should probably you know meet with him and at least tell him what we found out let's not be rude he did mention just so you know jesse has a phone a telephone at her house there's not one in the cottage um i'm just thinking perhaps maybe we don't tell him everything at first because he did try to pull a fast one on them with us with, with the map yeah, yeah, maybe not, just tell him it's inconclusive. Yeah. I forgot he was, he had the map. It is inconclusive. We don't know for sure any of this. You're right. We're just yeah. freaking out. It's not exactly alive. We, we don't know. And right. we don't have the capabilities here that we would have back at the university. Right. Results yeah. are inconclusive. We have experts in many fields back in Massachusetts, et cetera, et cetera. Hopefully, hopefully that's good enough. Tempted to tell them that there's nothing. Mm. We haven't found anything. But that's just, I'm not, I'm not very good around people. I think that they're, they all freak me out a little bit. <laughs> but, but something about this has, has tripped your instincts, Froggy. And thus far, they seem to be, to have been borne out. I don't like I don't like going to church services where they sing about some guy that got crucified and they think that's a good thing, I guess. I mean if I was an alien I'd go, what the fuck? And I'd run. <laughs> well, you did say you had a folk religion. I suppose it's it's quite different from that, yes? Well, yeah, I mean we just we didn't don't believe in it's kind of ancestor worship, I guess. Ah, all right. So the, that would be rather foreign seeming then. Yeah. Um, anyway. So what are you guys going to do? Yeah, you're going to get you're, ready for dinner. Okay. You get, you get, I'll just assume you get ready for, unless someone's going to do something out of the ordinary you get ready for dinner you get yourselves cleaned up and you know that it's she's just down the road like it's not on the map she's she's literally there's the one road going down you know north towards the north whatever towards the village 
it's to the other direction, to the right, and 90 degrees. You head down the road, you go for a walk. You, you, I'm assuming you're not going to three of you ride the bikes. You all, you all walk down. Oh, wow. You arrive at her house approximately dinner time. She perhaps she left you a note saying five o'clock. You arrive, her and her husband. She they're very happy to have you there. It's a beautiful house, very small cottage, English country garden around the outsides, for, uh, typical of that. Uh, they have you in. There's, there's a meal. They have turkey. They have stuffing. Everything, for Froggy's concern, everything is cooked. And <laughs> um, cooked things in. Anyway? Yeah, there's no, there's no salad. There's no, like, you know, like anything that's uh, uncooked, say. Um, it's a wonderful meal. And she, she explains that the mayor himself shot this turkey. He's an avid hunter. And uh, he and his brother used to hunt in the area. She knew them when she was growing, when they were growing up, she was actually their nanny for a very brief period of time. Um, so, so, so you have a great meal, you finish the meal and then the meal ends. The, 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 their husband provides some brandy for you for your walk home, like a little sip, tipple of brandy before you head back, if you wish. And it's time to head back. So they say, would you like a, would you like a drive or are you content to walk? How long did it take us to walk? Seven minutes, eight Seven minutes at most. It's just down the road. We can walk, but thank you. Okay. Yeah. I used to walk after you've eaten the meal. Yeah. So it's, it's getting close to like 730 or so. And as you're walking back, it's dark out, but the, the moon is out and you can see the road and you're walking. It's a very nice night. Crickets are not as loud as is, you know, you're not out you're not down in the valley. And, but as you approach the, the cottage, you see, you can see light in the distance and you, you, you notice something is up and you, you run, you begin to run because the side of the building as you approach it is on fire. Our building. Yes. The cottage. Yes. Samples. Crap. And oh, no, what could have happened? So you, you, you run, you run. Is there a there, hose? There is a hose. There is a pump and a well. And you're able to, it, the fire has not, you know, it hasn't consumed the building by any means. So the high fires, it hasn't been going very long. And you are actually able to put out the fire on the side of the building. Uh, this, the, the building is full of smoke. It's, it's horrible. You, you can't sleep there that night. And you say you are able to save your samples. That, that's not, not in question. But you find a gas can in the bushes beside the, the house. You find the bicycles have been destroyed because they were, they were actually thrown against the house when the fire started. The tires are all melted and the bicycles are destroyed. And it was, in, it was obviously intentional. And walking up behind you as you are putting out the fire is the man you saw earlier, the, the, the assistant pastor, the former assistant pastor. And he says, I think it's time we all had a talk. And we'll end it there. <laughs> oh, so far, so good. Sean. Yeah, no, it's great. Our players included Holly Buto, Jen Obertaz, Patrick O'Brien, Andrew Bush, and myself, with Sean Little as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games to learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Mm-hmm.